Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Milk. 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 Lemonade. Round the backs with chocolates made. Go to Boston. Got a rental car. I know. Go to the father's car there. You can't talk. It's up there. We're going up there. Dorchester. We get to Hampshire. Over there in Dorchester. Up to Boston. Don't don't say Dorchester. It makes me sad. Makes me very Dorchester. What happened to Dorchester? Nah, Dorchester was a publishing company that was really great and folded. And oh, yeah, that's one right. One of the best yeah. horror publishers out there. And yeah, it was one of the, uh, the early episodes. Imploded in a horrible, horrible implosion. Mm-hmm. They were uh, oh. one of the uh, early wow. reviews on The Ugly Couch Show, right? Yeah, I think they still owe some of their I really, I really author's like money I really to this day. I chicken so bad. That's not good. I orange chicken. I've been, I've been eating New England food. <laughs> New England food? What's wrong with New England food? Yeah, well, everything has potatoes. Everything is Chowda. heavy meat. Sounds British to like, me. Yeah, it's very British. Oh, British food's and awesome. Plus, my dad is is allergic to flavor. It is. Uh, <laughs> so always uh, taking me to place where they. I grew up with it. Okay, from look, look where I'm from. I that's all right. we had. Meat, potatoes. Sure. Okay. But L- having say, lived in England for near a year. Okay, I haven't lived there. So it, okay. okay. Slang There's something British to food. be desired. Slang British food? Okay, yeah. It, British food with the twist? Yeah, they, ways that has been messed with and brought up culinary-wise, sure. Okay. Sure, I'll go with that. I was <laughs> Hundreds <laughs> of ways to make potatoes and every one of them boring. I, I, I'm close to having curry chicken, but then I realized I had to share my meal with my dad, and there was no way I could get my dad to eat curry chicken, so <laughs> that was as close as I had to having food. That's what, Does he not like curry? Curry's awesome. My dad doesn't like flavor. You know, I had that trouble with my dad until like recent years, and I finally got him to just start start discovering foods outside of his comfort zone. Well, that's pretty good. And I'm like, for Stop years, I've tried to get you to to try other things. Well, well I, this this man like I for all his, of my life for breakfast had oatmeal. I, I, I opened like oatmeal. Yep, I opened his fridge and it was full of fifteen. Of the identical frozen dinners. Oh wow! Okay. I'm like, wow. so I went to the grocery store. I'm like, well, we get some different frozen dinners for you. The first thing I picked was I got peas in it. Peas isn't food. I'm like, okay. Peas isn't food. Peas isn't food. Yeah, he does not like Wait, beans you, or peas. When your dad was here, when we were sitting over there at McMullen's, yeah, he had um, what was it? Meat pie. That's flavorful. Yeah, that one there is. Yes, Anyways. it is. You don't see to need a lot of it. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Culinary Shock. Yeah. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Frostbitten fact check dandy. <laughs> Fluffy Matt. And we're here talking Weekend Geek on episode 276. Gentlemen, first of all, Andy, welcome back from the frigid east. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back here. Oh, you it's so cold there. You arrived, arrived back today and you look I like I did, it. yeah. Yes. That <laughs> he came running in the door. It looked like he'd been running all the way here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All, your hair is almost like Ronald style? McDonald's fabulous. Yes, it's getting crazy. Yes, I'm, I am I am shaving that for charity soon. So, Are so, you? Yeah, I'm, oh, are you doing the... Is that where you're going uh, along? Uh, no, that's not where I started. But now, <laughs> Pubes for love? But, but now that I've got it, what the hell? No, I'm going to do it for uh, St. Baldrick's. St. Baldrick's. St. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Pubes for love. That's the one. I, yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't trimmed my bush in over eight months. There oh, you go. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is very 80s, yes. your hair. I'm yes. looking at it. Like. Hey, well, it's hard to make some of those wigs without it. Mm. It so. is. 
Yeah. Some people have pubic hair. Hey, you know, mm. everybody needs a good merkin. Yeah. Even if oh, that merkin lies on your, your noggin. Oh. Oh. I, I am sluggish. Yeah. Don't even say like a wet sponge. I, it is. I had Jeff, it on the tip of my tongue. Jeff took me over to Roll and Smoke, the barbecue place we talked about mm. last time we talked barbecue. He's right. There. It's an amazing barbecue place. It is. It painfully good. I, I will stand behind day, Lucille's huh? uh, beef ribs, but I think they got everything else licked. No, country fried. Can we stop chicken. the cast down? Go get some food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I got out early today, got out and around the town. I was really debating of going to calling you guys up and getting dinner before the show, but then we'd be just lethargic messes, so I got a little bit of Mickey D's, though. Well, to be fair, we were both fairly lethargic before we went and had dinner, <laughs> so it wasn't... I, I don't think it's a result of the food. I think it's a continuation of the underlying cause we leading up to, that, to getting Everybody get together. Yeah, That's true. Form. Yeah, we should have a dinner soon. I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. I love this yeah. idea. But yeah, I'm, I'm be part I'm, of it. I'm dragon tail. Famous Dave's. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I get my fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what geeky things you do this week, gentlemen? I saw Kingsman last night. I saw Kingsman this week. Actually, it was one of the few geeky things I did get to do. Uh, it, I didn't realize until I was in the the movie that it had been based on a comic series. Okay. Yeah. Or or at least a standalone graphic novel. I'm not sure which, but. Uh, yeah, it said based on the comic, the Kingsman or the Secret Service. Uh, yeah, I think, but, it's just, uh, I think it says the Secret Service. I think the yeah. Kingsman is. Uh, yeah, the Kingsman is the name of the group in the comic, and the actual comic is the Secret Service. You're and right. It's, um, I heard it is a violent good time. It is. It is, and uh, without giving anything away, if you go see the the movie, the fireworks scene is probably the best. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, and funniest thing I have seen in a long time. Okay, and that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anymore. Not. Those of you out there that have seen it and are listening to this right now know heads. exactly what I'm talking about. No, the two pub fight scenes, and that's in the trailer. The start of one. Yes, anyways. well, Those yeah, are really good too. I've seen yeah. it too. The I pub fight it. scenes were good. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it was good. Did, <laughs> everyone, did, everyone, did everyone here see it? Yeah, uh, I've seen it. Yeah. I have not. No. Uh, it's, oh, it's good. It's well um, worth seeing. It's definitely well worth seeing. Um, yeah, again, not really much of a spoiler because he shows up in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, but, right. Uh, but uh, um, uh, um, yeah, Luke Skywalker's in it doing a pretty good British accent. Yes, Mark yeah. Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's not bad. He's not bad in the uh, his usage of the British accent. Does he turn into the Joker? Um, no. <laughs> Does a cynical. <laughs> We'll just say he doesn't last Come very on, long, like in, as in oh, most Holly. of his films. <laughs> oh, Jay. Mr. Jay. I almost want him to do it in every detective. movie he does from here on in, including Star Wars. <laughs> yes. You know, the, the one thing I will say against it is the, you know, there, there is butt. no after the credit scene. Oh, it yeah, would have the, been the most perfect place for a Samuel Jackson after the credit scene coming in to <laughs> right? invite people into the Avengers. But, yeah, there you go. That's in case that's you that's haven't good. seen the Marvel movie. Yeah. I started over. watching... Rewatching the X Files. Ooh, Just really? Really? Netflix, I, yeah. I tried doing that a while back, and I had trouble getting through that first season. It's oh, rough. it is showing its dates. Yeah, that first like, it season is so is, dated. Isn't it funny oh, yeah. how much, how much, so much of those shows can all be solved with cell phones? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. It, uh, so much of it, well, you're just like, well, why don't they? Oh. Yeah. I, I watched well, it. Did, oh, yeah. Oh, look. Mulder is calling Scully to warn her about the, the squeeze dude. Oh, no cell phone. Follow Interestingly up. enough, Paul, in, in Kingsman, 
there's a scene where they reference how technology has caught up to spy gear. Yeah. And he's like, well, what are those things over there do? He's like, what they, what every other tablet and cell phone does. Yeah, exactly. Technology's caught up to, right. you know, yeah, spy gear. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty awesome that's, that they're acknowledging it. Cell phones would have hurt the horror genre. Right. Oh, yeah. Two pieces. I mean, almost all the novels that come out anymore have to be set pre-cell phone era. I, the, when I saw Kingsman, there was a preview for a horror movie where the premise is that somebody's got hold of somebody's Facebook page, basically, who died. And and they're killing people who she, they, she was somebody who's basically slut shamed into suicide, and a year later her Facebook profile pops up and starts. This sounds chatting like a with terrible people. thing. Yeah, yeah. Not that sounds that sad. One, yeah, <laughs> that one doesn't sound like it'll be good. No, <laughs> I, I won't be seeing it. Well, yeah, I, yeah slut shamed suicide. <laughs> oh, and part also, two. I it, it just part reminded two. me. Uh, there was a preview for the Man from Uncle. Really? Prior to uh, to my viewing of the Kingsman last night, that would have been. It a actually better, looks pretty good. I'm that would have been saying, a better preview to see. I'm glad you're, you're saying see. that because Man from Uncle does nothing for me at all. Well, I mean, I I've watched I've watched a few of the episodes of the the original Man from Uncle from the you know the 60s. Sure. Uh, it, it, for many that don't know, it started off in black and white and then eventually adopted color, like Wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, throughout the course of the series. <laughs> You know, unlike Wizard of Oz, we never had a color TV switch. while that shoe was on, so I didn't know it made it color. Starring Jimmy yep. Smith, but uh, but yeah, I mean it, <laughs> it it looked decent. And now, interesting choice of decade they kept, they set it in the same '60s era that the original TV series was shot. So, okay, really? so it is it is a throwback picture. It's not a modernized version of the. Okay, I'm a little more in. So yeah, I I. I had to say I was fairly impressed with what I saw and makes me actually want to go see the picture because before when I said, oh, great, they're redoing Man from Uncle. It's going to be another one of these, you know, modernized, like, I don't know. How many saw I Spy, the the one with uh, Owen I Wilson <clears throat> and... Um, Bill Cosby. Bill, <laughs> it's Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Say Owen Wilson. Hey there. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, you got a crazy googly nose. What's happened to your face? Look, I, I got an idea. Here, slip, take some of this in my secret potion and give it to the ladies, and later on we'll spy on their vaginas. What do you say? I, I'm not going to tell them, though. That was it's the plot of Leonard Part 6, right? Leonard Part 6. <laughs> Leonard Part 1 is me. Part 2 is my ween wang. I actually really enjoyed Leonard Part 6. I know a lot of people hated it, but I thought it was amusing as all hell. Leonard, part your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and thus the title was named. Yep. Have you seen my new... My Leonard new comedy again. DVD. <laughs> Have you seen my new? Co- this is legit. Have you seen my, my new comedy DVD? <laughs> no, it's no. out there. It's a compilation comedy DVD. It's called Far From Finished. Bill Cosby, Far From Finished. <laughs> no, there's not a sense of irony on that one. Nope. That, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Oh God. Far From Finished. Far From Finished. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the I Spy starring Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy was. A disaster. Yeah, I don't care about so. Man from Uncle. I want to see them remake The Monkey's Uncle, the Annette Funicello vehicle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so Man, who my plays the was like... Um. Oh shit. The guy that played the Lone Ranger in the last uh, in the in the reboot movie. Uh, I can't nails think of his name. Nails Gunshot. <laughs> it's something like that. Like Nails Ironwood. 
or well, he played Arnie Hammer. There it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, it was Arnie it Hammer. Yeah. Nails gunshot is close, yep. but Arnie Hammer. <laughs> I knew there was something to do with uh, Nails construction. Gunshot. Good word association yeah. there, Paul. Yeah. Uh, Nails gunshot. Uh, Arnie oh, Hammer. Arnie Hammer. Uh, although I would read, you know, spy novels featuring Nails gunshot. <laughs> That's one of the characters from one he's of a, his novels. He's a noir guy. Yeah. He sounds like a Mac Bolin kind of thing. Yeah. Is Nails gunshot in uh, the? Uh, the the moon no the lustful book, tiger man lustful of the moon swamp no no, yes. no that's that's part of my uh, supernatural paranormal romance series yes, yes. Nails, Nails Gun- gunshot is part of my crime noir series <laughs> yeah. oh, okay <laughs> it's more it's more bounded in reality yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. previous to mine it might have been nineteen ninety three and earlier it was Mad Max which are remaking again yeah God uh, Terminator the new one which is stupid. Genesis. Oh, God. And Jurassic oh, wow. World. That was a three before mine when I went to suck Kingsman. Getting ready. Yeah. Um, Big ones. Every, yeah. Everyone that you just mentioned was on mine as well. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> just they had the the Man from Uncle one, and that was the one that surprised me because all the others. stood out, right? Because you're yeah. like, oh, this is all remake, remake, well, remake, whatever. Well, I had already seen all the other trailers, so I kind of like tuned out when the Terminator Genesis one comes on because I've seen it like six times now, and it's just like, enough. We know this movie is coming. Wow. All I can see we is Denarius. Already, That's we, it. Yeah. With her. Yeah. Right. The previews, we already know it's going to suck. The previews I mean, for that I saw seemed very unrelated to the movie I was watching. And yeah, completely forgettable. Has, I don't know if we've talked about this before on the, in the past shows, but has Hollywood run out of ideas? They're just remaking crap. Over I don't and over think again. they're running out of ideas so much as they're not willing to bank oh. on them as much. Yes. Okay, there, there, it's, it's, there's less risk taking now. There's because only seven ideas out there. There's only seven stories to be told, guys. I mean, you're right. It's all window dressing. Producing from there, any but. movie is a risk inherently, and I get that. But they bank more on the remakes because they're hoping that there's already a built-in audience. You know, people that had you know been really uh, enamored with the previous material that whatever the movie is based on, they're hoping that they're gonna go see that. The remake just because they were so in love with the original. It will change. Hollywood will won't change. run out of ideas till comics stop being made. Well, and then that's that's where you're getting it. And <laughs> and even with the you know, I know we're not even into the the meat of the show yet, but you know the Oscars. You know, they we're talking oh, about yeah. comic book movies being snubbed uh, at the Oscars this year. And um, well. Historically, they have been. Well, historically, most big budget picture blockbusters sure. have been snubbed. Right. The, uh, somebody pointed out that the Oscars have basically become their own subgenre of a type of movie. Well, Oscar-winning it, movies yeah. don't get seen by anybody, and they they don't make money. But, yeah, uh, you're not wrong. That's... James Gunn had a great... Uh, if you look it up, folks, it's out there. Just look James Gunn Oscars, you'll find it. But he had a great long um, you know, oh, examination yeah. mm-hmm. of why... They should be up for consideration and are not, you know. He's the, and and the the gist of it was people were knocking, you know, superhero superhero movies because they're saying, well, it's just yet another big budget movie, and sure. you know, and James Gunn defends it by saying, he's like any filmmaker that goes into making a film does it mostly out of love, and they put. A lot of time and effort into making that food, that movie, and even if it sure. is a box office success, just look at Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> he wanted that to be so good. But uh, his his defense of you know like the Marvel movies, he's saying you know the amount of time and and effort he spent in getting you know just his movie made, you know it, it's 
it's still even though it's a big budget film, mm-hmm. he was still doing it out of love for the the process. It, it, Michael love Bay for the genre. The same thing, and he's full of dick. <laughs> Fucking uh, Michael Bay. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I played a real sweetheart of a game on oh the old Xbox 360. It's coming out for the Xbox One as well. It's called Scream Ride. It's a new demo out. It's coming out soon. That's right. I just saw that announced. It's really good. It's my kind of game. Is it a roller coaster ride? It's basically roller coasters that have crazy stunt people on them. It's a dark ride simulator. No, it's It's, not a dark ride simulator. That's what they're billing it as, though. No. Does it say dark ride simulator? Yes. uh, No. The review I read said it's a dark ride simulator. (laughs) I rode this roller coaster in the middle of the day. There may be a dark ride simulator in there somewhere. I only played the demo, which has the first levels, which is a straight-up roller coaster. But it's a stunt roller coaster. It's like a parkour roller coaster kind of? Kind of. Okay. There are places where you can jump off the track and jump back on. By using turbos and boosting the coaster off there. And you got a, a car full of screamy people. That's not safe, you know. It's not safe <laughs> at all. That's the thing. It's it's radically unsafe. And the whole, like, a big sub part of the, a big sub goal is to keep the thing on two wheels as much as you can. <laughs> as you go around the embankments and everything. As you will have So you got to really building. balance it just right. And As a former ride operator, I'm appalled at the fact they've gotten <laughs> You'd lose your shit, the upstop wheels. <laughs> You'd lose your the shit. The upstop wheels are important. And the very end of the ride, you shoot the coaster as fast as you can off the end of the track into a destructible building and try and take out as much as you can. And then the people go flying. I'm like, Wah! Okay. I haven't gotten into it too deep, but there's fun. something but- to the effect of they're trying to capture the power of screams. As a new source of energy, you mean like Monsters Incorporated? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's what's going on with that. So but that's it's a, you said that you, you played them on the three hundred and sixty. I played it on the three hundred and sixty. Okay, so it's cool. coming out for both the three hundred and sixty right. and the one. I hope it's going to be around thirty bucks. I'll snatch it up day one if it's thirty bucks. Uh, there's a destruction level or destruction game where you play with these death pods basically so you got two people in a little pod and there's different versions of them and they're on a giant swing arm so it's oh. like one of those rides but then you <laughs> fling that pod off of it towards shit and try and smash as much of it as you can that sounds some funny. of them break apart even further and i beat that all the way as much as you could that was fun uh and i did not get into then there's a uh track builder I did not even get into that because that was just going to be a little more than I was yeah, wanting to do in the demo. I got to say, I'm, I'm not much in buying the new video games. I like playing, playing the old ones and getting them from you guys when you get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. But that one I think I want. This this Well, download the demo. You can get a real good taste. It's a lot yeah. of fun. I played the fuck out of the demo. I must have spent two hours on the demo. So. Yeah, what's the name of it again? Scream Ride. Scream Ride. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scream Ride. I think the subtitle is uh, Dick Licker. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in there. I'll Put take it. In there. Uh, I take it back. It's not Scream Ride. As you search in your phone, search up "hot hot wiener." Yeah. <laughs> search up "hot hot wiener man cream." I, I wasn't kidding. I really was a ride that's operator. What, that's what the that's what the game's yeah. called. It's called "hot hot wiener man cream." Buck Angel, love, love, heart, heart. <laughs> um, hey. I love Buck Angel. I really was a ride operator, and and the, the man and, and, with and the, a pussy. And was, what? I really was a ride operator. Ride op- rides are generally safe. You know what the most dangerous ride in a goddamn theme park is? The, the uh, carousel. No, the uh, the, the stupid uh, 
swinging chair is the thing that's basically a chair on chains that spins around in a circle because those come loose because they're not there's no safety on them there's a there, there's no way to belt people in are so you from a jump from off a them. first point do they oh yeah they really do. oh yeah i was people there one night when some kid jumped off and uh, what happened to him oh i can just imagine we never that found kid, out because that living kid in a theme park is so significant in amity they don't find out when the shark bites the people oh, but you man. know that just sort of gets swept under the rug, but oh my god, yeah. literally in pieces. Yeah. So check out Scream Ride. Uh, maybe there is a dark ride part of it because you can build your own. You can only win me over more with ha- having that. Right? If but there's dark ride in there, is there? You're already sold that? too, right? Sorry, you're I'm already sold still, too. Right? I'm still looking for it. Oh, I still. Yeah, you're already sold on this thing. <laughs> yes, too. Yeah. yes, yeah. I am. It didn't talk talk about dark ride stuff before, but that would make sense because they're trying to get screams. So maybe they have some ghost house type stuff going on with it but like there's it's it's pretty interesting because you're riding along the track and your goal like i said is to balance with the left stick so that you're on two wheels as much as you can when you write yourself depending on how long you've stayed there you get bonus points as you hit certain colored elements of the track you hit the blue elements of the track uh your boost meter starts to build and you must press x right before the blue goes away to build up your boost meter as much as you can then you have to use your boost meter uh, to increase your speed and try not fall off the track and fly everywhere. It's pretty wild. It's good. It's Until good the fun. end where you want to fly everywhere. And it's really, like on the 360, it's really well animated. It looks straight up like a, like a Pixar uh, animated cartoon. All right. So it's kind of fun. Um, the, the characters are all wacky. Well, I'm, I'm, this. I'm remembering Car and Evil. Remember that one? <laughs> Carn Evil. Yeah. Was that a remember shooter? The name. Was that a that was a shooter? That was a shooter. Right? It was a gun shoot, game. You were shooting like nope. basically zombie carnies. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there was there was a roller coaster level in that. Yeah. We you were riding on riding a roller coaster shooting zombies as you drove down to the Hey, that gets it. I don't know if they're actually zombies or not, but they were they acted like zombies. There is a carnival level in the remake of uh The House of the Dead. That House of the Dead overt okay. kill. I've lost track of those. Oh, dude, that one's so good. House of the Dead, House of the Dead two and three, and Overkill came out for the the Wii. Those are some of the best. That is the Wii is the repository home of all great light gun games. That makes perfect sense. It was the best. It was the best. L.A. Machine Guns came out for that fucking thing, and what was the other fucking thing it was called Time Cop or Chrono Time Crisis? Whatever it is, it it Time a, Crisis. Did that have a Time Crisis did not come out on the Wii, which is a really? damn shame. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Squad did, which was an evolution of Time Crisis, but uh, huh. you know. with the foot pedal, uh, you use your trigger stuff, right? But, but yeah. it was a, but yeah, that it was, was those, a game of those the games. Pedal. Yeah. So, um, was there a gun controller for the Wii then, or do you actually shoot? You just uh, could stick your Wiimote in guns. Okay. I have a couple of guns that you can stick a Wiimote in, and yeah, becomes a pistol. I'm glad you said that, and not one of us, because there's no way we could have gotten that phrase out without you jumping on it. <laughs> that's how, that's how I'm sticking your Wii mode in a. I stick my Wii in a gun. Yeah. I'm no Wii. fool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I got the hankering every as I do every now and then to watch an anime. What one? I decided upon finally watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, wow! So as I have like the first platinum disc. That's so, all? That's all I owned. You fool. Well, <laughs> you've set yourself up for some real disappointment. Well, I, f- I finished that first <laughs> disc. Expense, yes. And, I've, and thankfully, I still have that Netflix disc thing. So they're sending me the next one. Oh, okay. So I'm saving myself that expense. But it's really impressive, especially knowing the time when that came out. 
I, yeah, guess, I can see how this affected so much. It's the best anime that ever was made. Before it, there was there was Rama one half was was what it was. In my opinion, that was the best before Neon Genesis Evangelion. Neon Genesis Evangelion raised the bar beyond achievement. I have never seen an anime that impressed me or even came close yet. Attack on Titan is the first thing I've seen. that have been like, yeah, here we go. Fun. You're crazy, right. I, crazy I, bullshit storytelling that is possible in anime. That's the only one that I've seen that's taken advantage of. You're right. Really. That, that's probably the closest I've felt since Attack on Titan. Because that, Attack on one. Titan, what a lot of these other anime don't get, and they still put in a lot of these same tropes, a lot of these same kind of uh, you know <coughs> effects and all this big, dying, dying crazy, look out, big explosion, nutty shit, but there's no pathos to it. You gotta have characters that you give a fuck about. This is a real coming of age story. That's kind of that's what really kind of surprised me about it, and a fairly adult one. It's it's disturbingly adult. Yeah, it's disturbingly adult. Hideaki Anno likes to joke around and say, "Oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's nothing." It's clearly the, the <laughs> section of his relationship with his father and mother, for that matter. <laughs> wow. No, it's just that's all it is. I mean. And it's Hamlet. It's fucking Hamlet. Okay. I haven't gotten far enough to say that it's Hamlet, but... It's Hamlet. But I will keep that in mind. But I'm going forward no, on that. It's I'm, a hamburger, Paul. Yeah, I have yes, your yes. stuff in your face. No, it's Hamlet. It's Hamlet. Yeah. All right. So I, I will keep you Great. in the know. So, as so far, you dig it. So I've got, yeah, five episodes you're in. You're impressed already. I'm, yeah, I went, like, over the course of two days, watched them all over the course of two nights. Have you watched nights. any anime? I haven't yet, no. No, only one I but watched I'm, is Gundam. I watched it with so subtitles. That I watch many of those. Watched it in Japanese with subtitles. There you go. Yep. You're good. You're good. <laughs> and I even listened to the commentaries, which talked about the English translation. So but fucking stupid commentaries are so stupid on there. <laughs> you get Fuck the full you. immersion. No, there's so it's just a bunch of American guys going. Ah, oh, wasn't this funny? Wasn't this funny? Shut up! You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shut up. He's right. That's it's a bunch of stupid it fucking actors talking about a show that they don't have the same. Man, fuck those fucking commentaries. All they, all be. they, over two commentaries. All they talked about was time in the booth because they're all ADR people. They're right. all voiceover people for the English translation. Yeah, so they think it's fun. They think you know, somebody wants to know about. Oh, remember when you said that? Yeah, you said that. Really funny. And she's married to him now. Now suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, they really talk about that shit. It's like fuck off yep. in Japan. John Carpenter and uh, and. Um Fuck. John Carpenter and fuck. John <laughs> Carpenter and fuck. The new movie from Cinemascope. I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. John <laughs> Carpenter and fuck. And and the actor he's used in every goddamn movie. Um, Kurt Russell? Russell? It's Kurt Russell. John, they, I've seen the I've listened like two of them talking, and it's just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Those two I find entertaining, though. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because mm, uh. they, they're like old friends getting together to John. But that's yeah. the thing. In Japan... Voice actors are celebrities. They are big time. They do endorsement deals. They go on talk shows. They, I believe you. You're, they're huge. you're looking I, at me like... I, 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 yeah, right. <laughs> Matt, God damn it. I believe you. Hey, Fucking, hey. You hear what I'm saying? He comes from the, he comes from a country that created Caillou. You're being targeted, animation. Caillou. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that one in a while. And that's not to say there aren't some great celebrity voice Caillou. actors in the States. There are. But these guys are mid-tier... And they need to shut their dicks because nobody gives a fuck about what they drive or what they eat. And they talk about that shit. Yeah. And that's sacrilegious. You're, you're preaching a converted man. It's, this man knows Nelvana backward and forward. What's this about Elvira? Nelvana. Canadian animation. 
Is that nope. the raccoons? <laughs> the whole company. <laughs> Novana? Nelvana. I back okay, up. I, it smells I like have the no raccoons. What are you talking about, Andy? It's a Canadian animation thing that is mostly... No, it's not. I don't believe you. I'm from there. I've never heard of this. <laughs> you knew Caillou, and that's one of the things. <laughs> okay. Caillou. Everybody knows about stupid Caillou. Caillou sucks. Also, why is Caillou bald? Is he dying? Yes. He's <laughs> is that I, what it is? I hope so. Does he have cancer? <laughs> I hope. That would give him a reason for being a whining That's what I thought shit. it was. Is that what it is? Well, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Or was he just was he trying to be like Charlie Brown? But just by the way, is Charlie Brown dying? Does he have cancer? <laughs> <laughs> He's awfully young to be so bald. Charlie Brown has that disease that makes you old as a progeria. Progeria. <laughs> That's why he's always which, so tired which, and exhausted. Which makes oh, the old good football grief. kick even more cruel. Good grief! I have the body of a seventy-year-old. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Holy, we're just now getting to that? Just Holy. now. Yeah, it's been a fun opening. We actually did things this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is pretty bad shit. All right. Fox and Warner Brothers have finally settled on Sleepy Hollow co-creator Len Wiseman, who's also famous for doing the Underworld movies, to helm the Lucifer TV pilot for Fox and executive produce. The Lucifer TV series is based on characters created back in 89 by Neil Gaiman for DC Vertigo Imprint. After being a supporting player in Sandman, Satan got his own miniseries before finally going solo with 75 issues from Mike Carey. It follows Lucifer, who resigns his crown and abandons his kingdom to head to L.A. and open a bar called Lux. Well, the TV show's logline, however, has Lucifer TV series becoming something more along the lines of a police procedural with Lucifer helping the LAPD punish criminals. When the project was originally bought by Fox as a pilot back in the fall, there was no police work involved. So this is what it's evolved into. Len Wiseman doing police procedural Lucifer. God damn it. Just just God damn it. Law and orders of mm. damnation. There are two opposing forces. Evil and good. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Ice-T is going to make a cameo? Listen oh, here. <laughs> Say no, but devil. Richard Bell's a Say devil, I don't, think you need to, I don't think you know what you're dealing with here, devil. This is a real sticky so situation. So you're saying he raped her, right? <laughs> Great, Lucifer. I don't have to even talk to you anymore. You're a Luth cannon, Lucifer. You're a Lucifer cannon. I'm afraid I'm going to have to find a new partner. Man, this used to rough for the streets, Lucifer. You would cost us all kind of trouble. Ice-T should team up, should be partners with Paul Stanley as cops. Say, Paul, what do you think we go check out this drug ring? I think it's... Located in this building. I bet it is. <laughs> Let's get in there and see what they're doing. Oh, they're trying to sell drugs to the children. That ain't cool. <laughs> I agree 100%, Paul Stanley. Say, druggies, open up them damn doors. We can get them. We the cops. That's right. Open up. I heard somebody in there selling alcohol. <laughs> I understand some of y'all in there like doing <laughs> you better open those doors. Me and Ice T are coming through. 
right, Paul Stanley. You tell him. Open the door now, and we could talk about this. Say, listen, some of you drug dealers in there got something to quench my thirst. What's the matter, Paul? You thirsty? Yo, you, you know I'm thirsty. <laughs> There's only one thing I want. <laughs> only one kind of drink going to get me through. What is that, Paul? And that's my new favorite show. That's Ice-T and Paul Stanley in the streets. You better. I'm down with it. Up. Yeah. I'm down with it up. as long as it's animated. It's fucking funny. Oh, Did anybody get a chance to watch any of that uh, Mike Tyson mysteries? I haven't yet. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> right. Even the idea the mention, is really yeah. funny. But that, just whatever, whatever that was it a Saturday Night Live routine? No. <laughs> Almost as good as the actual the Mr. T show, the actual Mr. T mm. and the T team. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. What's he doing driving gymnasts around in a van? What the fuck? Was, who, see, this is the it's kind a, of shit yeah. that keeps happening. It's all like, oh, let's make the devil uh, a cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. T should choke, should uh, coach uh, and choke uh, <laughs> <laughs> teen gymnasts. He oh. should coach team, team gymnasts, and there should be a little white kid that's emulating him. <laughs> what? Okay. Just Mr. T, a bunch of teens, and no other chaperones. Just driving in a, in a van around the world. Eat your milk. <laughs> Stay in your school. <laughs> Time on the Lucifer thing on the, on the comic. Is that predate or is it after they were doing the Caritas and uh, Angel? The, the the demon bar and angel. That, oh, it's uh, it's beforehand. It's before. I'm pretty okay. sure. It's so probably probably that. that's Joss spinning off of that. Okay. Yeah, probably. Uh, news you don't give a shit about the settlers of Catan. Wait. Yeah, I, I give. I care about that. About I care about that. Wait the, till you hear the, the rest of the, the story. The hit board game <laughs> is headed to the big screen. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it can only be about 45 minutes long. <laughs> Producer Gail Katz, who is behind Pawn Sacrifice and The Perfect Storm, has obtained the film and television rights. Created by Klaus Tabor, the multiplayer strategy game sees players attempt to create the dominant community in an ever-changing fictional island of Catan. Settlers must outwit one another amidst competition for the island's scarce resources. I sense the mainstreaming of the phrase, I have wood for sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Quoting cats, I've been wanting to see an adaptation of the game for years. What? What What is this idiot? (laughs) Ever since my... It screams movie. (laughs) If ever a board game screamed movie, (laughs) Settlers of Catan, (laughs) Building Roads... What could be more exciting? The trade negotiations have broken down. Can you imagine when that road gets to a port? I, I, and then you put a settlement near that port? Guess what happens then? You can get up to double the value for your stuff. <laughs> Depending on what the port is. I, Think I, about I, I this. Can't. Mystery ports. <laughs> What's there? And you, you won't upgrade know until you get there. City. You won't oh. know what you get there. Yeah, build it, build your settlements into cities. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Can you imagine the filmic representation of Year of Plenty? <laughs> Year of Plenty, guys. <laughs> Soldier cards, the robber? What a dick. Biggest army. He's a dick. He's, longest he goes, road. He goes around, longest oh, road. Oh, Year of Plenty is fine, but we get Monopoly, man. That's Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> 
I can't remember. You can't do Monopoly. Parker Brothers has that on lock. <laughs> can't remember what YouTuber it was, but said, we've already had this trade negotiation movie. It was called Episode One. Right. Continuing cats, ever since my Catan-obsessed college-age kids introduced me to it, the Island of Catan is a vivid, visual, exciting, and timeless world. No, dickhole. With classic themes and moral no. challenges no. that resonate today. No, dickhole. <laughs> no, you dumb dick. There is. What, what would you give me for four sheep? <laughs> what? What do you mean? You don't have any brick? How is it possible? I don't know. Suddenly, the yellow has the longest road. What do you mean? I just had the longest road. They built two more, and they had a card for build two roads. Oh no, this will not stand. <laughs> Give me more roads. <laughs> Who will trade me for a brick? I need a brick. I have plenty of wood. Oh no, I rolled a seven. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I rolled a seven? The one time I have eight cards in my hand? What a load of bullshit. I'm sorry, sir. What I can't help it. The dice do what they want. <laughs> Continuing I, I cats. Remember, I remember Newt Gunray. Who's the Mexican character? <laughs> oh, that's the little, that's the little <laughs> associate, the, um, the, the little gray one. I don't think she had a name because she was a lady. They don't name. Lucas doesn't give any names. <laughs> Roger, somebody. Roger. Yeah. yeah, There is a tremendous opportunity to take what people love about the game and its mythology as a starting point for the narrative. No, there isn't. What mythology? <laughs> what mythology is it's that? It's a great game. I love the but my God, that that's is... That's right, an island named Catan. It makes less sense than the Battleship movie. At least the Battleship movie had battleships. <laughs> but you remember in the Battleship movie, had them damn pegs came down at the end, and you were like, that's it. <laughs> Fuck me. Remember that shit? The I, big pegs? I, I managed to avoid watching the Battleship movie. It's I, somehow. I assume you're joking about the big pegs. I wish. Yeah, it's in the movie. Those big pegs come down. Do you remember that? I don't remember that They were that the weapons for the, from the aliens. Oh, they my God. They ended those big white pegs. <laughs> I kid you negative, man. <laughs> Look up Big Pegs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Big, big Pegs. Big Pegs. Big Pegs. Buck Angel <laughs> Love. Heart Heart Man Sauce. Juice Juice. Delicious Thighs. Big Pegs Goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember you and Skills and I watching the movie, right. and he, he kept going, it's not that bad, right. and we're just like laughing our this asses is a, this off. Is thing. We went to Rick's place, and he's like, okay, I got the battleship. I'm like, all right. And we you watched want to see his, it with Gungray? On his giant thing. No, no, just stand up with me, Rick, Skills. Okay. Okay, I got this movie. Let's watch it. I don't it. talk like that. It's kind of fun. It's a fun movie. But this guy, he, he loves the core. He loves these kinds of just shit films <laughs> and and yeah but I mean they had fucking pegs come down wow I don't remember no pegs coming down you don't remember the pegs no I don't dude I remember like spinning like alien weaponry I'm gonna look oh. it up and find oh, it oh it was those, are you talking about those little like uh, they were like a like a giant uh, like a grenade thing that just came spinning down right Okay, yeah, I, I vaguely remember. Yeah, okay, I've got some pictures here. It's more of like a saw blade type thing. No, these were fucking pegs. Wow. I'm trying to find it. Matt, I actually saw um, The uh, Edge of Tomorrow, too, while I was on vacation. Good movie. Vacation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's no, that movie. movie was destroyed by the fact that the name was so well, terrible. It was a great movie. Oh, fuck that. That's a good movie. I just, great I, movie. It, it, Torg and I talked about this. There's just not a good name for that movie that's going to make you go, oh, that's what this movie is about. 
Uh, finishing the story, Settlers of Catan is currently available in We're over 30 story. languages and 50 countries around the world has sold over 22 million copies of the game. Because of the rich mythology in the game. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. Damn it to shit. Let me guess. Fox? Everybody out there within the sound of my voice, do me a favor and tell me you'll play a game of Settlers of Catan rather than going and watching this piece of shit. Your money is better spent on Your money, you can buy the, the digital version. Yeah. buy it all. Jeez. Ooh. I'm not even so bored with the basic game. I need to get the expansions and the knights and shit. Right. It's a good solid game. It's so good. I just played it this week online. Yeah, you can play with people too. Yeah. <laughs> I did play it with people online. Hopefully we play that this Friday. Yeah. It's going to be good. Ooh. News you don't give a shit about. Kanye West... Done. Do not give a shit. You don't even have to go any further. Is apparently working on a video game about his mother based on his hit song, Only One. Speaking on Power 105.1, The Breakfast Club radio show recently, quote... You've got like eight things here already that I give give no shits about. (laughs) Right? It's all in one. Every every noun in that sentence, I don't give a shit about. (laughs) (laughs) Quoting Kanye... Right now, I'm working on a video game for only one, and the idea is that it's my mother going through the gates of heaven, and you have to bring her the highest gates of heaven by holding her to the light, West said. See, there's pegs in battleships. <laughs> I see that. See, look, see it, see it? It's a peg. They made them like the pegs. That's not a Photoshop? No, that's what it looked like. Oh, you... <sighs> The weapon, the grenade, like the ammunition yeah, for the weapon. Yes. Okay, yeah. They were pegs. That's a peg. They're totally pegs. <laughs> That's <laughs> a peg. Pegs, I mean, and I'm just like, what do you what? Normally, That's where you stay true to the game. What's weird is that almost makes me like 0.02% more want to see it. It's awful. Just for how Rihanna's ridiculous unbelievable. that is. The fact that Rihanna's in it makes you oh, just yes. lose That's your true. mind. She's, she's terrible. She's so bad. She's, she has to deliver like three lines and she can't even. It's just like, what? <laughs> what? I, I was done when they were uh, laying out the quote unquote grid that they were going to use yeah. to target the alien ships. So you're they're, oh they're, God, really? they're trapped in this bubble. All their advanced technology doesn't work. So they decide to go, let's do this old school. So they bring up a computer screen that drops this grid of the sea that they're so they in. Guess. And they start doing this A. You know, six. Well, it's, and I'm it's just like, really? The oceanographics, like, yeah. so, uh, sonar buoys. Yeah. That. But yeah, I get it. But there are pegs in the movie, dude. So you Weapon are. Weapon pegs. You are saying Rihanna is no Jane Weedlin. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. Actually, no, yeah. No, Jane Weedlin. She's an very good actor. Yeah. yeah. But, but very similar when she first. The first role I remember having was in Star Trek playing. Uh, Jane Weedlin? Yeah. <laughs> no, she's playing basically uh, Ohura. Was she a go-go? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she she write, was, now she, she writes was, comics and is a dominatrix. She was the singing. Yes. Te- she was the singing telegram in the Clue movie. Got it. That's right. That's, that's the one I remember her the most yeah. from. But I've seen her in other things, right. and I just I can't think of. That's Got the it. one that I always pop to my mind first yeah. when people say Jane Weedlin as an actress, and I'm like, oh yeah, she was in no, Clue. But she's good. No, she's Rihanna she's not. fine. <laughs> Rihanna was horrible. So going back to normally so, I'd complain about Paul just jumping into this stupid peg right. thing, but I I I, there, I think it's mathematically impossible to give less of a shit about this story than I do. 
So, so uh, Con- Kanye's game idea. He's making a video game about his dead mom. About his dead mom. The idea is that, quote, it's my mother going through the gates of heaven, and you have to bring her to the highest gates of heaven by holding her to the light. We've been working on it for like six months, unquote. Uh, West was likely inspired by the massive success of his wife, Kim Kardashian's mobile title. You think? Uh, that game has generated as much as two hundred million dollars last year <laughs> through its in-app purchase. Oh it's like, damn wow. it! It's incredibly like a pin the tail popular. The game? No, it's like a dress-up Kim Kardashian, take her to the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're playing as Kim, and when you when you read the premise of it, you're like, nobody is ever going to buy this game, but it it sold. Everybody bought Tons. that game. Well, they don't buy it. It's a free-to-play game. It's yeah. all in-app in it's all in app purchases. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. But yeah, people are spending money on this like crazy. That's how it is. What's mm. wrong with you, world? <laughs> That's Jesus. what I'm saying. <laughs> and Asteroid, for... come down now. Get rid of us. Uh, Let's go. Hey, you know what? Some people aren't cool enough to know about the distraction possibilities of Catan. They got to play Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I was on the that p- rich mythology of the world of Catan. Right, it's a little too a little too esoteric for them. Like, <laughs> mm, I need to know about shopping. Yeah, I was Shoes. on the uh, airplane with Shoes. the Southern Belle version of Kanye West. Southern Woman Belle. sitting behind me, baby starts crying. They gotta shut that baby up. You know, we don't we don't we don't want we don't have to listen to that baby. They should give that baby some Tylenol. They should give that baby some bourbon. <laughs> Like, That's it's your- a baby. It doesn't understand changing air pressure. It's confused and upset. Yeah. Shut up. Wow. And it's just, I mean, the whole the whole fucking... Eventually, she passed out, I think. But then we, I got to the... Um, Somebody pick- killed her. No, I'm going to pick up my luggage. Out. I swear to God, I'm picking up... I'm waiting in line for to pick up my luggage. And there's a whole row of people standing there on the line waiting for the luggage. And she comes in between us. Like, walking along between us. It's her world, to- man. Oh, she was just no no her awareness that no anybody else is around her. Yeah. She is the world. That almost reminds me of the guy sitting next to me at the movie last night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is it, did, did you hit it anybody, off? <laughs> no, just... So it was a, it was a no-go. Anybody that's, ah. that's been to the Galaxy Theaters knows that they have that very strict no electronics policy. Yes. No, the riffraff have now moved into Galaxy? Oh, crap. Well, you know how about... We can shoot them every there, five feet inside. They have a, a poster, something saying, "Please turn, turn off all electronics." Phone. You know, sure. And then the before the movie starts, front, absolutely, yeah. Before the movie starts, they yeah. they do several PSAs about making sure you either shut your phone off or you know. So what did he do? The guy like is losing his mind. He's like, "Enough with the goddamn turn my phone off things." He's like. I get it. You want me to not use my phone during the movie? And he's like, here, just come take my goddamn phone. Take it and throw it. Take it and throw it at that moment. Every, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like every time something would come up on the screen about, you know, please for the, you know, for the satisfaction of the customers around you or the viewers around you, do not use your electronics. Dude, some people need it. Some uh, people he need was that. One, apparently. They need that, <laughs> yeah. or else it turns into AMC or Regal. Those places yeah. are fucking cesspools. My dad started talking at the movie at the Kingsman, but in his defense, he was on heavy drugs, and he shut up when I'd mentioned that we were in public. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend <yeah>. geek! Taking <laughs> your dad out on heavy drugs. What is up with you? <laughs> hey, Dad, let's go to this movie. He was on Oxycontin. He does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It was like instant Alzheimer's. It was pretty. (laughs) Hey, Dad, let's go see a movie. I'm going to be in a movie? Which one's the lady? What? 
Which one is the lady person? Boo, boo, boo. They got weird accents. Give me the syrup. Boo, 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 boo. Did he gently doze off during the film? So no, he made it. He was really excited about oh, okay. it. He really enjoyed it. But there was like one moment where he started asking me a question about the movie and his... Not inside the theater voice. I'm like, God, <laughs> there are other people I here. I see it like all quiet. <laughs> hey, Andy, what happened just there? <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. 20th Century Fox has closed a deal with director Neil Blomkamp to develop a new Alien movie. The untitled sci-fi project is separate from Prometheus 2, which Fox is still making with Ridley I Scott. they have a uh, placeholder title. Yeah. It's called Aliens... This might not suck. Now I am I am curious here because this is still in the news. You don't give a shit. No, no, we've passed. No, that. Oh, good. We're, okay, because I was like wondering be... how the hell they could have fucked that up. Because <laughs> that's a combination. That's a yeah, winning combination. Great, yeah. Uh, Blomkamp, who directed District Nine and the upcoming Sony feature Chappie, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be. Good. Has been teasing the project we'll in recent tomorrow. months. Quote. <laughs> so I think this is officially my next film. Unquote. He confirmed on Instagram. It's unclear whether Weaver is still attached to the movie, according to insiders. The new Alien takes place years after the Prometheus sequel. Uh, Scott is producing both films through his production company, Scott Free. And, of course, Prometheus, also distributed by Fox, was loosely based on the Alien franchise and earned $400 million worldwide. Yay, Blomkamp with an Alien. I like this idea a lot. We might finally get a smart movie. If anybody's going to treat the material with reverence, it's going to be him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's very knowledge. I mean, if you've seen any of the interviews with him, he's not just knowledgeable about his movies or movies that are in the same you know era that he's producing movies in. He is really knowledgeable about filmmaking in general. I mean, not just from the technical standpoint, but from the historical standpoint of you know really major influential films. I know I'm so, beating a dead horse here, but has anybody has he has he gone back to any discussion about doing a Halo movie? I haven't heard anything about yeah. that. It's it, it seems like it's on indefinite hold. I haven't heard anything new on that front for over a year. Now, aren't they still supposed to show that uh, Halo quote unquote TV series for Xbox? It, or did I, that get completely canned? I I don't know. They haven't officially canceled it, but uh, since the announcement that they were folding up the the um, Microsoft Microsoft network sure. movie or whatever the, the channel that they were going to call it that was going to be on the Xbox. The only thing that's come out of that has been the Atari game over. Right. And they haven't officially canceled anything else, but there's just been no news about any of the other projects that were in the works. So Is that that Forward Unto Dawn or whatever it's called? That one? That one was... That it's one was animated. produced by Microsoft. Well, no, that one's not animated. It's animated. No, it's, it's this is it's a, it was a live action. It was oh. supposedly it had a few stars here and there and there. Yeah, okay. it was supposedly supposed to be a proof of concept type film, like saying, you know, this is what we can do with a limited budget and make it look like the Halo universe. Okay, and it was included on the um, the second to last Halo film uh, uh, game game. Excuse me, it was like on a separate disc. Although the sad thing was that it only came on standard DVD, and then you could stream it in high definition through Netflix. That's how I ended up seeing it, even though I had the game and I had forgotten about the fact that that was on the disc. And I wound up, yeah, it was pretty good. good. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's it's loosely based on the Halo um, universe. I mean, it's 
um, a bunch of kids in the academy for the the UNSC, and they're uh, salted by the you know they're yeah. they're training, and then their training gets cut short by the uh, the covenant, you know, attacking that planet, and that's kind of where things go crazy. Okay. Original so idea. I don't want to give too much more away, but uh, yeah, okay, but it's that's... not it's not the storyline that you see in the games, but it's in that same universe. So. Tell, Halo does nothing for me. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I played the first few games, enjoyed it fine, but the mythology's never grabbed me. I, the 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 deeper mythology, the whole worlds they built for the for the for the movies, for the books rather, uh, don't grab me so much. Although Duncan's a huge fan of it, um, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the last couple games. I know at some point Cortana, sorry, spoiler alert for anybody who's even further behind than me, but at some point Cortana gets wiped out. I'm like, nope. Cortana's gone. I don't want to read it. I don't, I don't even know about it. I'm not going to watch it off, uh, far forward. Sure. But yeah. she'll be back. Get reloaded. Whatever. A new feature-length movie titled Pee-wee's Big Holiday is set to begin filming in three weeks and will premiere exclusively on Netflix. The movie will see the now 62-year-old Paul Rubens once again becoming the forever young Pee-wee while Judd Apatow will produce... Are nice. jokes lately? Uh, not much is known about the movie plot at the time, only that it will involve Pee Wee Herman, who previously had cinematic adventures in 85's Pee Wee's Big Adventure and 88's Big Top Pee Wee, uh, meeting a mysterious stranger who inspires him to go on a holiday in what's described as a, quote, epic story of friendship and destiny, unquote. Uh, Pee Wee is also known, known, of course, for his popular TV series, Pee Wee's Playhouse, which ran from 86 to 91. Uh, Rubens wrote the screenplay for Pee-wee's Big Holiday with Paul Rust, who also wrote comedy Bang Bang and Arrested Development, and John Lee, who did Broad City and Inside Amy Schumer. Uh, he will make his uh, feature film debut, uh, that John Lee, as far as the director goes. I'm glad they finally made this announcement, because I mean, a few weeks back, actually it might have been a few months back, when Netflix signed the deal with Rubens, they were very vague on what was sure. going to happen. And Rubens was on there. Yeah. It's he's coming. Like, yeah. It's like, coming. It's like, stuff's coming. You're going to love it. And it was just like, what? What's coming? Are we getting a new series? Are we getting, you know, because he, uh, I don't know. Well, how many to be people, fair, he said yeah. he was gonna, something was going to get announced in February. Right. And, and you know, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they, you know, kept their word and, and announced it because I mean, it, it was I think it it's uh, be three movies? Three years ago that they did three the. Movies. Uh, That's what I understand. I'd be all right with that. That was the plan from back in the day. He's got like three movies already written and halfway done. So in a way, yeah. Maybe they're just testing the waters with this first one. Then. Yeah, he's been he's been having this project ready to go for about four years now. I was nice. gonna say it's about three years ago yeah. that they did that live stage version of uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse and was getting fantastic attendance and reviews and it, it's it's because all the people that watched his show as a kid are grown up now but still love the character and sure and the peewee show proved, was originally an adult yeah stage show so. right. i mean and it just proved that it's as popular with you know the young adults I'm as it was with, still doing it because yeah you know, all of us grew up and went oh he masturbated so what yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's oh, the yeah. thing I, I always thought was the most ridiculous about that whole story it's like he was in an adult theater, jacking it, jacking it. It's the sexual prudity of mid, mid America, and, right. and it's or, like or it's, not the the, the or thing not that, right. We don't even know. We don't know because because yeah. the story I've heard is that he basically admitted to it. Means that they basically told him, yeah, just admit to it, so we can we won't we'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll sweep it under the table. It's like, All right, yeah, it's right, like fine, admit whatever. to it. Do some PSI PSAs. We're done. Do some PSI. <laughs> PSIs. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should blow up some For tires. square inches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should blow up some tires <laughs> with your wiener. <laughs> but I mean, like, how, how? I'm sorry, but how in a theater do you spot the one person that's masturbating and go, hey, that's Paul Rubens? I mean, come on. How many people in that theater were probably jacking? There were a bunch of people with night vision in that. <laughs> Yeah. It, was there that, you go. it was that scene from from uh, Splin- Splinter Cell Adventure too. when uh, he, he's, he's in the woods and he turns on the light and there's all those animals everywhere. <laughs> 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 Thousands of porn bodies. theaters. There used to be porn theaters, right? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. And, and 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 what was it? A year ago? Two years ago? When uh, Fernwood tonight? <laughs> What's his name? Got Fernwood tonight? Yeah. Martin Mull. No, the other one. <laughs> Um, his kick, his sidekick. Oh, oh, um, Fred. Uh, Fred Willard. Fred Willard, yeah. He got busted in a porn theater like a year and a half ago. Wow. And you know what? That's almost Where did you find one? Right. Where did you find it? And it's funny, I think it's even like, the Farrell Brothers uh, well, Theater is close. I think close. about it. I think about it. It's like, it's got to be that ingrained ritualistic side of it all, right? Like, if you grew up jacking it in a, in a, in a porn theater. <laughs> That's go, the place to do it. Right. How many of us in this room, on occasion, might even consider purchasing an adult magazine? I, I don't need to. That in a long right, long you don't line. need to, but 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 you might even think about. Oh, it. Oh, sure. Like, well, like, I've seen them. But kids, ten years our junior, would never even think about buying a magazine. That's good. That's it would never even enter their mind. Oh God, it was I never remember. Part of their whole. Yeah deal right well, there's a, there's I, I have a folder on the, on the computer that says workout videos or something <laughs> i remember in my 20s when i went to my first adult store it's like this is just weird i shouldn't be here and now it's like you don't Did even you have go, to leave your house you i should be beats. here all the time <laughs> this is so beats. natural I, I especially consider it when i'm in the airport at the uh the magazine stands right because that's the most interesting place they have porn magazines. It's so and it's, it's like, on that top all, top shelf yeah the and day, they're all poly bagged with the see? uh the, the other opaque day, covers. Stands, they're, all, they're all covered now. Like, they have clothes on now. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, uh, a, a plastic bag front. stars or, or anything. Yeah. All the models and shit, they all like clothes on. I'm like, what the fuck? This defeats the purpose. You know, sneak, go there with your mom. Yeah, I'll go with you to pick up milk. Ooh, yeah, we're going to go. Ooh. <laughs> I'll sneak a peek at the milk, milk, yeah, lemonade. Where it's coming from. <laughs> on the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> now it's like, just put them down with the Maxims. So that, might as well. Let's say, so next time you go, oh oh, oh have a, okay okay so we got a new one we got a new one we got a new one uh uh, uh okay milk milk lemonade oh round the corner fudge is na- made <laughs> down below the jam is spread ooh <laughs> and there is rice inside your head <laughs> I don't understand dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> toe jam and dandruff. Toe jam, I got dandruff now with the rice. Dandruff That's a big ass dandruff. Far. All right, so what we got? So we got down below the jam is spread, and then what's a what's a thing that rhymes with spread like bread or uh, in your ears the wax is fed. You know this oh. is <laughs> this is this is not a niche that needed to be filled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going at it like an actual intellectual exercise. <laughs> right. This is necessary. You know, milk, these- milk lemonade. <laughs> Round the corner, fudge is made. Down below, the jam is spread. 
And then uh, eat it all and you'll be dead. That's yeah. it. Eat it all and you'll be dead. <laughs> that yes. Because if you eat the milk, you'll be okay. Terrible. The lemonade will get you sick. <clears throat> yep. The fudge could kill you and the jam will put you over the edge. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's it. <laughs> eat it all you'll be Paul, dead. these terrible rhymes are written by 12-year-old boys, not usually you know 40-year-old men. <laughs> 40-year-old boys. Get it right. <laughs> yeah. 40-year-old infants. That's it. Milk, milk, lemonade. Generally, these the aren't heavily crafted. Down below the I mean, jam is spread. Eat it all and you'll be dead. That's it. Jingle <laughs> Bell's Batman spells. Spells. <laughs> Was not written by you know that was written Algen by committee. Nash. That was written by committee. That I, the only way no, I can I explain that was Burt Backrack, wasn't it? Guys, here's the thing though. That eventually caught on and went everywhere. This is going to catch on and go everywhere. Down below, the jam is spread. Eat it all, and you'll be dead, yep. kids. That's if awesome. you're listening, <laughs> if you're wow. listening, stop. Yes. Start spreading. Stop. What are no. you doing, parents? <laughs> You know, I, I was. So what we're going to do is we're going to hang out outside of the elementary schools. Okay. Oh, now you're oh, taking yeah. it too far. I'll never hang out. I thought we were going to get a classic <laughs> Paul ending, like down below the the jam is spread. Eat a dick. I, I, that's what I was. That's literally what I was expecting when he was sitting there going through it's the whole process. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, eat a dick. No. No. no, eat it all no, and you'll be dead. Made. Oh, huh? He actually <laughs> tried to rhyme it. Yes. Paul, Paul, please spread. hang around eat the <laughs> hang around the school route, <laughs> the schoolyards, trying to spread this I will, thing. I will hang around the schoolyards. Yes. I'll skip and sing this Mommy, merry rhyme. I mean, man in the playground saying terrible, terrible things. Down below the jam is spread. Eat it all and you'll be dead. Eat a dick. You are the matter. Modern man in a raincoat, and then he's gonna sleep with his, with his filthy, fr- with his filthy was, French postcards <laughs> hidden under. The- I was gonna say he's gonna skip to hey, the kid. police car in handcuffs. Hey, kid, want to buy a dirty hey, limerick? Come yeah, here. no Ooh, way. Kid, come here. I would never milk, milk lemonade. <laughs> yeah, once was a Down man from Nantucket. The jam is spread. Doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Eat a dick. Eat a dick. <laughs> the annual Golden Raspberry Awards <laughs> were held to celebrate the worst in movies from 2014. The Razzies have been awarded every year since 1981. Since uh, Among the 2015 nominees were such immortal classics as Transformers Age of Extinction, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Legend of Hercules, and the Nicolas Cage starring remake of Left Behind. In the end, none other than the night's big winner, the honor goes to Christmas holiday film Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, <laughs> which picked up four awards for the night, including Worst Picture, Worst Screenplay, Worst Actor for Cameron, and Worst Screen Combo for Cameron and His Ego. Uh, Michael Bay picked up his second Worst Director honor for Age of Extinction, while Megan Fox took Worst Supporting Actress for her work in the Bay-produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Kelsey Grammer earned Worst Supporting Actor for his work in Age of Extinction. Uh, none of the major genre films nominated one Worst Remake, Sequel, or Rip-Off Award, which instead went to the remake of Annie. Uh, the Razzies weren't all about mocking terrible movies this year, though. The organization also doled out a bit of praise in the form of the Redeemer Award, an honor bes- bestowed on someone who previously had been the butt of Razzie jokes, but has now turned their career around and delivered acclaimed work. The nominees included Ben Affleck, Mike Myers, Keanu Reeves, Kristen Stewart, and Jennifer Aniston, all of whom either appeared or directed acclaimed films in 2014. The award went to Ben Affleck. What did Myers get involved with? Uh, what did he get involved with this last well, year? Well, the, the, the last film that he got like 
nominated for a lot of Razzies. Well, the Razzie the love guru. Yeah, right. right. But, but the turnaround is what we're asking. Yeah, uh, he's God. I don't know. Um, I'd have to. I'd have to look that one is up. That serious commercial he did with his brother. <laughs> well, it would have been better. Mm. Well, I mean, he had the the SNL bit where he made fun of Korea as Doctor Evil. Um, oh yeah. No, uh, the fortieth anniversary that's SNL. Not a film thing. Yeah, it's not. They, a, well, a no, but turnaround. I don't know. I, I would have to see what else he's done. Yeah, I got recently, that up. But uh, did I but yeah, he had the the Wayne's World skit on the fortieth anniversary uh, uh, Saturday Night Live thing. It was pretty funny. Is the Oscar thing a whole other section we're going to get into later? We're not even going to touch the Oscar. We're not, okay, because because yeah. I mean there was an Annie joke in that right before Cameron Diaz yay, came out. Yay, Annie! Yay. <laughs> Steve Bristow who Nolan Bushnell called one of the world's most powerful gaming pioneers, has died. Uh, Bristow was an early Atari employee who helped birth the Atari 2600 back in 1977. The home console was one of the first to use a microprocessor and game cartridges and sold over 10 million copies by 1982. Uh, Bristow also headed Atari's coin-op arcade division during its heyday and helped develop classic games like Tank and Breakout. And uh, you mentioned this earlier, but because uh, I normally don't like to bring up Kickstarter news. Oh, God, mm-hmm. the thing with the... But Kickstarter Hold campaign... On. Somebody's stepping on a yes, duck. Yes, I heard that. Oh, Andy's stepping on a too. duck, man. Was that, was that what it was? That was yeah. that. Gross. I've been on a plane all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> well, going to make it, it better. Go in there and Recycled up. farts. <laughs> I'm on a plane, y'all. I'm on a plane, y'all. Did you eat any of the airline food? Yeah, I think you get food in an airline What'd you get? Oh, you didn't get any food? Here's your peanuts. Fried chicken Bojangles in North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) You add Bojangles to the end of any food, and it just kills it all. Bojangles, anything above 20,000 feet is deadly. (laughs) You fool. That stuff's not made to be taken in the air. Chicken don't fly, that's why. Oh, met a man Bojangles and he fought for you. <laughs> Worn out it appears jeans. to be the opposite. Of, appears to be the opposite of Silent Bit Deadly. It's noisy but harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Let a noisy toot out and you didn't know. That's the tagline for the show, I think. Noisy but harmless. <laughs> noisy noisy but harmless. I'll buy that T-shirt. <laughs> Uh, the Kickstarter campaign for the card game Exploding Kittens. See? I told you. Oh, that that's not the one I thought you were going to go That with. launched at the end of January is a smashing success. The card game bega- uh, being created by former Xbox employees and popular comic strip and website The Oatmeal managed to raise an impressive $8.78 million on Kickstarter by the end of its crowdfunding campaign. It is also the most backed project on Kickstarter to date with 219,882 backers. And it is the most funded game in Kickstarter's history in the games category. Exploding Kittens is a card game created by comic artist Matthew Inman, Elon Lee, and Shane Small. The game is similar to Russian Roulette. If you draw a card with a detonating kitten on it, you're out of the game. It's, so it's over? The kids the Kickstarter is done? And I believe it is now done, yes. I, 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 I hope they actually make it available uh, At 8 stores. million plus? I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. It looks like a cute game. I've uh, I've read some of the cards, the sample cards they've got out there in pictures and so forth, and uh, it looks like a fun, cute little game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, the Kickstarter story I thought you were going to mention was that... Uh, the, ro- the watches? Yeah. Pebble. Yeah. Whatever. 
Well, I mean, they're doing it as a publicity stunt, basically. Exactly. I'm not going to give like, publicity. Yeah. So dumb. Valve announced its own entry into the virtual reality market called Steam VR. Valve describes Steam VR as a previously unannounced hardware system, which will make its formal debut at the Game Developers Conference in early March. Valve also plans to show the reworked Steam controller gamepad and a series of new living room devices, what used to be called Steam machines, at the event. Valve Software said that it is actively seeking VR content creators, unquote. One more VR machine in that market. I'm excited about all this VR happening right now. I, I mean, Oculus already has my vote and dollars for when that gets released, but I'm glad to see all this competition as well. Well, and then Oculus helped Samsung co-develop their their VR headset, which actually takes advantage of smartphones. Yeah. You literally plug your smartphone into it. So although it doesn't seem to justify the like $200 you spent on the headset that you plug your, you know, several hundred dollars smartphone into. So, you know, you're already like a thousand dollars deep into that one. But, uh, but yeah, and then uh, Sony's got one coming out for the PS4. Um, they're saying probably next year, but uh, they're they they're still working on it. Sure. I saw the, it at CES only, last year. The only one that's still slated to come out this year is Oculus. See, and that was until the, they change and push yeah. it back. I saw the Sony prototype last year at CES. This year, I didn't see it at all, so I don't know if it was maybe in a corner somewhere, or they were they were just showing that off to press. Yeah, I'm the only thing sure. I saw there were their augmented reality glasses, and that yeah. was it. So yeah, the PS4 one still to be announced, or I mean to be released, announced date, announced release date. I can't talk. Valve did Portal, right? Valve did Portal, among okay. other things. Yeah, Left so, for Dead. So. Um, I'll go back to my life. Oscars. Half Life. Cave Johnson won an Oscar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? What'd Cave, you say? Cave Johnson from, uh, from Portal. Sure, sure. But Cave that's Oscar. just. Oh, that's great. You know, I was, I was so excited like, when I found that. Yes. Out. Good callback, Wiener yes. Hole. <laughs> Ow. You're on it. Fine. Ow. Go back on your plane. Back Dude, to we know it's the Bojangles talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that comes from lower. The Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles has a much different accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're from Bojanglia. <laughs> well, really? Well, I never. You and you Bojanglians. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Oh, really? You sound like you were up at 20,000 feet or more. What the fuck? I don't know what goes ahead of yours. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? (laughs) Everything goes to his head. The question is, what is a filter? (laughs) (laughs) I tore that fucker off a long time ago. And it served me well. Uh, Telltale Games and Liongate are partnering, blending video games and television. Have you ever been there? Lionsgate? It's the worst. Like, hey, I'd like to go through here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to open it up. It's still closed. No, it's not. Gate's open. <laughs> I can't go through. It's, it's closed still. No, it's not. It's wide open. Walk on through. <laughs> the, the gate's still up. I can't see, go through see, here. See, man. 
the later man the later he's saying this is lying because it sounds like lying <laughs> rasta banana oh he's back everybody it's been a long time the later stations yeah, of monty python right. of monty python were just not as yeah that's how it goes you go to the gate it's the lion gate and they say they say the not truth of what the state of the gate is. That's how they get you. Hey. This is the episode where we bring back all the old characters. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, just Frosted Banana. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, is there more coming? Oh, there's more older characters coming. You bet there is. Oh, that's By right. By popular demand. That's right. I almost forgot. Oh. Uh, oh, so we start this one over. Telltale Games and Lionsgate <laughs> is our partner. <laughs> I want to open it up then. I mean, Already did. It was a risk saying it again. It's open. It's there. You can go through any time. It's play clothes. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you, Governor. It's open from this end. Although I have cast Carl Pilkington as the guy at the gate. <laughs> no, it's not. It's open. It's always open. <laughs> Well, why don't you open it? Then? Why don't you just leave it open and close it when you need to, <laughs> or whatever, or just keep it closed? We'll build a wall. If you go keep it closed, just build Ricky a wall. Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> just build a wall. Why would you keep? Why would you make a gate then? You're never going to open it. That's like putting a sign on a door that says this door to remain closed. Well, that's a wall, isn't it? This Ricky door Gervais to remain closed at all times. That's a Gervais wall, right? Are the entire cast of Monty Python? <laughs> The those two companies are blending video games and television in one interactive package oh, called. Yeah, a- that hasn't failed before with um, what is it? What Thing is it? Thing of sci-fi. What is it? 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 The D. What is it? Big XD. <laughs> the D stands for dick. No, hold the shit off. <laughs> We can't hear you because you're not a microphone. I can't hear. Yes. yes. The new Super Show format will fuse the two together by featuring both interactive and scripted content. Here's what Telltale CEO Kevin Bruner told Entertainment Weekly about the new format. Quote, a Super Show episode combines one part of an interactive playable content with one part of scripted television style content. Dominion, was it that you're thinking of? No, I'll find it. Hold on. Both pieces, when combined together, are what make an actual Super Show episode. As we've been developing the series, we're using both mediums to, in concert to deliver our story. Developing both aspects simultaneously is the key to utilizing the new medium. We are going to use both mediums. One medium is new to the job, but this is our old medium. Mistress Elysia. <laughs> She's our old medium. No! Our no. new medium I don't is remember this. Princess Futurecia. <laughs> Mistress Elysia. Yes, we don't need the old medium as much. We're going to combine the work of the old medium and the new medium. Defiance! There you go. Princess (laughs) Fuchsia. Got it. He said defiance. That was it. Defiance is what he meant. You're great. We knew that. See, I knew he was going to say defiance. No, you didn't, you lying bitch. This is the game you've been playing for years now. Every time someone says something, you say, I knew he was going to say it. I knew you were going to say that. I'm questioning your value. You hear I company. I'm questioning your value. <laughs> I don't think you are worth keeping around. Certainly not at the salary you're commanding. <laughs> we are spending way too much on mediums. I'm getting paid? <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't act like you don't know, you pensioner old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the medium budget in this company is skyrocketed. 
Both parts are first-class citizens during the writing and design process. It's what not, are you talking about again? It's Lions, not an Lions interactive. Game. It's not an interactive series with a show or a TV show with a game, as Defiance is, but a story integrated in a way that only Telltale can do. For us, it's a very natural evolution of the interactive storytelling experience we've pioneered. Uh, Telltale has been making its mark in video game industry by producing games already based on existing intellectual properties. But in this case of the Super Show, they'll be producing original content. Quote, our goal is to create products that have a legitimate chance of winning both a Golden Globe and a Game of the Year. This means that both aspects of the productions must be first-class work. Each Super Show episode, the interactive game, and the scripted episode will be released as a package designed so that you can consume the interactive portion or watch the scripted show portion in any order you'd like. For instance, if you play the interactive episode first... Certain elements of the scripted episode portion will be tailored to reflect some of the choices made in your interactive playthrough. If you watch the show before playing, some elements of the interactive portions may be presented differently than if you played first. The interactive episodes will never release without a scripted episode. They will always come out together. At some point, non-interactive episodes of the scripted content will become available as traditional TV-style episodes on streaming services and broadcast TV. While this obviously can't deliver the interactivity, this version of the scripted episode will stand as completely satisfying top-quality television entertainment, unquote. It's a bold experiment that is going to be hard as hell to pull off. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for those who might worry that what it will mean for Telltale's video games, Bruner promised that the development of the Super Show will not hinder production on their more traditional episodic games, but they'll be developed simultaneously. I wish them all the luck in the world, and I hope it works. But I'll be very impressed if it does. Yeah. 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 But but by all means, experiment and go forth. I'm excited about that a little bit, actually. Uh, video game streaming service Twitch officially announced its first ever fan and content creator gathering called TwitchCon. The event, which is tentatively st scheduled for September 25th and 26th in San Francisco, will be hosted at the Moscone Center. Quote, Twitch broadcasters have the most passionate fans, so you want to create an amazing experience where they can come together in person, said Emmett Shear, CEO of Twitch. TwitchCon will be an opportunity for the entire community, broadcasters, game developers, viewers, and us to play and learn together, unquote. Twitch is owned by Amazon.com. They bought the game streaming service last year for close to a billion dollars. What was uh, the date again? The 25th and 26th of September in San Francisco. All right. Paul, clear your schedule. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of Twitch nerds? Man, I, did you, we never covered that uh, swatting thing. You know, oh, we really, we really haven't. Yeah, it's a big thing right now. It's with the pretty Twitch. ugly. It's gross. So they call, they, you know, we just have somebody doing their broadcast and they don't like what they're doing or they just some kind of a dickhole and they call a SWAT team on them. Yeah, while call the police and say they've got guns, game. they're shooting. and It's horrible. Yeah. So they can watch them break in and trust them. It's really on. sad. The that fortunate thing about that is it's a serious federal crime and uh, it'll, it'll well, stop. It's <clears throat> it's going to be increasingly labeled as such. Like, I think there's measures on the docket to make it uh, tantamount to attempted murder, which is what it, it already is. Okay, that's all. Sure. But it's not, 
it's not prosecuted as such a strong. I mean, it's they they can still serve some time and whatnot. Yeah, sure. it's it's like currently prosecuted as a felony, like a, a false police report, essentially. That yeah, you're, yeah. That you're filing a false police report, and that's but about they're, the they're putting those families it. in danger when that yeah. happens. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. But it's and I that's what I mean is it's but gonna, from a pure legal definition standpoint, there's not much more that a prosecutor can not yet attach they're gonna fix yeah. that i think and well, it needs what, to become a more how do you stop the international callers because there's a quite pr- predominant case where the guy called from england to yeah. do that on yeah well then you know that comes down to extradition and how you figure that all out but that's a whole nother that's when you bring in interpol whole nother bucket of worms but there's there, plenty no of bother with that plenty of homegrown assholes that need to get their business straight it just needs to be a more strongly Wasn't punchable there, offense there was one while well, i was out of town that was Turned out the guy was here, right? The, the guy that was the, yeah. The co- that was that was uh, the guy called from here, asshole Las from Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, and he totally looked like a total schmuck. It's such a terrible picture uh, of this guy. Just you know, giving neck beard and all. Giving, I mean, like he was. Did you you don't even see it, right? No. Yeah, that was just the whole thing. It was like everybody on the, they go, holy shit, neck beard. <laughs> like like it's not even a joke. It's like like, like of course he's a neck beard. He is like the quintessential neck beard. Wow. It's the grossest thing. He's got like a man baby face and neck beard extraordinaire. It sounds like the definition of what you think of with internet troll. Yeah, and he is. And it's just like, ugh. Uh, that needs to be a more seriously punishable offense. I'm not a big fan of increasing punishments for most things. But when you utilize uh, you know, the services of the police in a miscreant way, that, that should carry a more substantial uh, penalty, especially here because it's really putting a dampener on something really wonderful. Broadcasting yeah. video games and playing and sharing in the fun of playing games. Uh, I don't is, think that enters into I mean, I, I agree that it's as bad that it's happened because of that, but I think just the fact that you're putting people's lives at risk, that's enough. That right, right there. That's yeah. You yeah it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's not just because I don't, I'm not saying just because they're go- anybody who calls SWAT on someone and it's not, a, it turns out it was a false thing. That needs to be dealt with as attempted murder. Yeah, that's. I think that's a simple enough thing. Yeah, it's clearly they were lying. Some of those guys they they broadcast in the dark may have like a water pistol or something beside them. That's it. That guy's done. That One guy's of these done. days they're gonna do that, and the guy that call mounts gonna be black and he'll be dead. Well, this is the you're, you know you're exactly right. It's gonna take a tragedy for it to get really dealt with even more uh, severely. But it's it's sad the way it is. But there was a really terrible case just recently with that guy. And um, you can watch the video, you know, really sad. The the man had uh, a SWAT team pointing guns at his five-year-old brother. Yeah. It's just, it's unreal. It's like, what do you even, you have no understanding of of life. And that's the problem, is that these are internet trolls who are true basement dwellers, who never get out, don't socialize. They don't socialize. They don't understand what it is to be a human being in a real-world situation. and, And that's scary. That's scary. Definitely the uh, not the norm. There's still plenty of people who can understand and enjoy this stuff. Totally fine, but yeah, it's a real shame. So yeah. I hope he gets the book thrown at him. Dickless. Activision is making a new Guitar Hero game. <laughs> I saw this for release this year, according to Kotaku UK. This would be the first Guitar Hero game in four years. You know what's interesting about this? What's that? Um, the rock band guys, Harmonix. Oh, I got more on that. Yeah, uh, they have a big announcement coming up. The sure, Pax. it's it's coming back. Plastic plastic guitars are coming back. Yes, There's a are. demand. 
There is. Plastic guitars are worth a stupid money right now online. So they need they need to be there was a time when they were sitting eight eight deep at sure. stores. Yep. But that time passed and now we want them again. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Maybe maybe it's time to sell some of our extra ones that we've got sitting around. <laughs> Uh, the art will be more realistic than the franchise's traditional cartoonic style, and the game will include new guitar peripherals. All this is in development for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, according to the report, but we should see an announcement at E3 in June. Uh, Harmonix recently released new content for Rock Band after nearly two years of radio silence. Yeah, what they put out one of the shittiest Weezer songs ever, oh, no. and then two other... But on top of that, Harmonix sent out a survey (laughs) asking fans which consoles they owned, which aspects of rock band they liked the most, and whether they still owned their old plastic guitars and drum kits. So damn right, it's it's coming, and I'm excited because I love those games. Either of those one where you actually learned how to play real guitar. No, Uh, that would be Rock Smith. Rock Smith, and which I love and adore, and that's on all systems. And there was a recent version of Rock Smith. They've come out out a new one every year since the third one. But I mean, like for the current gen consoles, not the last gen. Correct, but it's for both. Yeah. Okay. So and the current gen one's fantastic. Uh, Girl Scout cookie time. Is a magical time of the year. Girl yes, Scout it cookie is. time. Girl Scout cookie time. But soon you can make your Girl own Scout Girl, Scout Girl Scout cookies, cookies at home. Girl Scout with a baseball bat. What? No matter the season. <laughs> Girl Scout cookie. Girl Scout cookie. Girl Scout cookie with a baseball bat. This fall, we'll see the release of the Girl Scout cookie oven. What? According to toy maker Wicked Cool Toys in a press release, the new oven is safe for kids to use as well as adults. Quote, the Cookie Scouts cookie oven lets aspiring bakers experience the hands-on fun of making their own Girl Scout cookies, the company says. A real working oven, it comes complete with tolls and mixes that allow girls to make cookies that look and taste just like the real thing. Girls, I'm making my own. The starter kit comes with a thin mint cookie mix, a few tools with additional mixes available for the peanut butter sandwich, trefoils, peanut... Uh, chocolate peanut butter, coconut caramel, chocolate chip, sugar, and oatmeal from $6.99 to $14.99 for deluxe refill packs. The oven will hit sh- uh, shelves at toy stores this fall and cost $59.99. Oh, Easy bake oven. Please let it be powered by a light bulb. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> please let it be powered by a light bulb. Cooked with a light bulb. So that, that's happening. That's you know what? Those are hard to get now, I think of it, because they... Yeah, yeah, because everything is fluorescent now. Yeah, most of your incandescents are uh, getting less and less produced every year. We uh, are putting out a rival product. Oh, no. oh I knew you're going here. Damn That's it. right. We're making the straight up Girl Scout oven. <laughs> oh. It will be on shelves oh, around the same time. Oh, you can cook to your heart's content. <laughs> as Anne many Frank- as you want. The Anne Frank model. That is extra. <laughs> the oh. final cookie solution is here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just crossed into a new territory of bad taste. Vanilla on only. <laughs> no, no it's not bad taste. It's delicious. <laughs> the fuel demands deliciousness. Oh, God. If Nazis you're, love Thin Mints. If you're a fan of Godzilla... Uh, Kotaku has ooh, a ooh, ooh, I am ooh, ooh. Kotaku has no, a bunch, yes, I am. bunch of concept photos for the hotel gracery. Give me a 
It's a near the grocery store. If you hungry, you go down and you buy some grocery. What does this have to do with episode one? Go zero. <laughs> it's a teenage joker. You. <laughs> yeah. You're a teenage joker. Hello, I'm a teenage joker. I was decided to stay at the hotel grocery. Oh, teenage joker get hungry in the night. I need a grocery fix. I go down to grocery store. How rate are you open? Are you open red? Oh, teenage joker get his snack on red at night. Red night snack at the grocery. Red night snack for Tinjuku. Smiling. The hotel grocery in Shinjuku. In where? Shinjuku. Shinjuku. Which this hotel opens April 24th. Oh, yes. Features a giant Godzilla head looming out above some of the rooms. Oh, yeah. Your head look around in your door. Say hello. You can also opt for the Godzilla room itself. That features an oversized Godzilla statue, various memorabilia, and enormous hand coming into the room above the heads, uh, sorry, above the beds to steal you away. Uh, the hotel. Oh, really? <laughs> the hotel sits on top of Toho Cinema, with Toho being the company that brought Godzilla to fame in the first place. The Godzilla room costs $334 during weekdays and $417 during weekends. And the two Godzilla View rooms are available. They're about 125 bucks can, a night. You can check out any time you want, but you can never reeve. <laughs> <laughs> you can never reeve. I like it. <laughs> Christopher Reeve. Uh. But did Christopher come back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I've got a headache. Uh, oh my god! It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> the door I don't to wanna, the cellar has been locked. I don't want to open that door. This, <laughs> okay. The smell is going to be I terrible. Can't even promise he's still alive. But then again, he's undead. So well, he's matter. undead, so it, that's uh, not going to be the issue. But the smell. Wait, is there a reason? It, it, he's it, being. Was, was he's, there some he's stretch? Being, was he's being called goal? back by the fans. <laughs> oh God. So, yeah, we're going to see if we can't uh, rouse Mamra to uh, do answer I? some of the questions you sent. So do, I'm going to... Do I have to go open that door? Uh, just just go ahead and head head down there. Uh, do I have to? Please. I'm not going. Oh, I'm not going. I hate this part of the show. Yeah, well, that's... It's a stretch Armstrong. Right. It's part of your contract. All right. All right. So there he goes. Oh, here comes Jeff. Oh, here he comes. All right, oh. he's here. Who has called upon Umumra? Ring! What, what is that smell? Oh, it's going to only be one thing. I yep. have not had a chance to brush my teeth. <laughs> I have what is known as morning breath. <laughs> is that with a U? Yes, I'm warning. You are warning the death of your olfactory senses. <laughs> the fans demanded your return. So they should. Uh, Monkey and Slythe have found iTunes. <laughs> they are subscribers to the podcast, and I asked them to make a request on my behest. And so they have done their master's bidding. <laughs> well done, monkey and slide. 
Vulture man can suck a dick. He's not been doing anything I ask lately. He is in Reno, I understand. <laughs> Fuck you, Vulture man. Uh, well, here's the questions. Let's see. First one's from... Ask and I shall answer. Uh, actually, I got two from oh, Mr. Brain Freeze. I'm going to start with the first one. Let's hear the question. All right. Mr. Brain Freeze asks, Freeze. As an atheist in Texas... Very well. How should I handle all the crazy Christians? You must understand, this question means little to one who is undying. <laughs> I have been around for all of time. I saw that kooky carpenter come and go. <laughs> His story was written down helter-skelter by a handful of goofballs and retold time and again. Uh, well... The best way to handle them is to ignore them. For when you ignore something, you take away its power. Just like these assholes ignored Mumra for many months, left to my own devices in my sarcophagus. With only Marmot to keep me company, <laughs> licking at my bones each night. Lick, lick, lick. Slow licks every night, waking me at the same hour, wanting to go out, but knowing I could not take them out. You are stuck in the sarcophagus. I, there is no reason to confront any of these individuals unless they confront you. And should they confront you, tell them simply, you are not interested. Or you worship Umumra, the Emma, living! Yeah! <laughs> uh, second question from Mr. Brain Freeze. Yes. Uh, More questions. Drawing on your experience. I have a lot. With dealing with the Thundercats. You wretched Thundercats. How would you handle the growing threat of ISIS? This is a good question. The Thundercats never went on a killing spree, <laughs> to my knowledge. I simply wanted to obtain the Eye of Thundera. Indeed. And all of the power that it could bestow. With Isis, you are dealing with madmen. Men who have no true ideology other than ultimate destruction. Even I, Mumra, appreciate a well-kept pyramid. There must be some order. To deal with such madmen is nearly impossible. Hold on. Your question requires more than I have at my meager disposal. Oh, oh my. Let me gaze into the pit of ultimate evil <laughs> and see what I can... Oh, no, they're right there. <laughs> okay, well, there the ultimate evil looks like. Okay, but, um, shit, I don't know. Um, I, I'm at a bit of a loss, really. Uh, stay away from them? <laughs> That was your answer for the last one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been in a sarcophagus <laughs> for many months. Uh, well, uh, of course, one does not wish to answer violence with simple violence. 
We should take a lesson from my transformation. If we can appear to change from an old man into a beastie monster right in front of him, that would teach him something. (laughs) (laughs) Something to be learned in there. Have someone do a transformation in front of them. (laughs) There you go. Boogity boo. So we send RuPaul after them? Sure. Oh, wow. He would not take any of their shit. That would freak anybody out. He is fierce. He is fierce. <laughs> uh, next question is from Octodon. Which is your favorite My Little Pony and why? I, oh. <laughs> Andy's and went right Andy up. Andy knows his favorite. <laughs> Brony over here. <laughs> you might think I would select Rainbow Dash or even one of the evil nightmare ponies. But no, I am a sentimentalist at heart. And have a soft spot for derp. Derpy, derpy, derpy. <laughs> There's a pony called Derp? Derpy. Derpy. Derpy has a cross eye and what a sweetie. <laughs> oh. Reminds me of my mother. <laughs> she had a lazy eye. People don't think, what about Mumra's mother? <laughs> M- I had a mother. Mummy Mumra? Even though I was, <laughs> my mummy. <laughs> even though I'm ever living, I had a mom. She was not ever living, sadly. She's dead. And you know who didn't come to the funeral? Fucking Vulture Man. (laughs) (laughs) He was in Reno. Yeah, well, great. Well, suck a dick, Vulture Man. (laughs) (laughs) See if you get any invites to the Christmas party. You won't! You won't! (laughs) Uh, Mumra celebrates Christmas? Uh, last question from Jason. I do. No. In a <laughs> question in a, from Andy, I guess. In a, sec, in a secular way. Uh, Jason asks. It's a white elephant exchange. It's been quite fun. Three years running. <laughs> last year I caught monkey in the most ridiculous wiener cleaner soap. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed and laughed. Jackalman bought me. Our pet rock, which I hadn't seen one of those in forever. I didn't even know they still made them. I said, good one, Jackalman. Good one. And I kept it, too. We I could would exchange walk. after that, but I kept and, it. And I, what did Vulture Man get you last? He didn't get me dick. Fuck you, Vulture Man. <laughs> Suck a big one. I don't care where you are, Vulture Man. I will find you. I will fuck you. <laughs> I would watch the heartwarming uh, Christmas special, Mumra's Secular Christmas <laughs> Really? You would watch it? I would. Because I have, I, have, I have a tape right here. I've, been, I've, been, I've got it. Oh, here, no, here, nobody here. uses here. tapes anymore. Oh, well, too bad, because that's I all know. I got. It's on beta. Look. Let me show you the intro. I don't have anything to play that. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Mumra sucks an egg. No, I don't. I'm ever living. Come and have some egg. I have eggs. Let's have eggs. Mumra, he loves eggs. Everyone loves eggs at Christmas. Let's all have some eggs. So basically, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get the Egg Council to sponsor it. I feel like they haven't had a project in a while, and I'm a good fit. <laughs> what the fuck? This song reminds me of a poem I heard recently about milk and lemonade. <laughs> 
I heard that there's a new one going around. <laughs> milk, like milk, cookies. lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> Down below the jam is spread. Vulture man, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jason's got the final question. Uh, hmm, who would win what? in a fight? Who would win? Between you and He-Man. Oh, me. Of course, I'm the ever-living. He's got that sword. You take that sword away, it's all done. Also, well, if I could get the Sword of Omens, then it would be a real ah. interesting fight. Because I could use sight beyond sight to see what he was going to do, and to know what he was going to do, and then kill him. But I would win, easily. The gravity's not as strong on Eternia as it is on Third Earth. Oh, so there's no moon punching. Probably not. Not for He-Man, not this day. I win. <laughs> magic versus magic. Right, it would be a good fight. If we were on Eternia, he would have the advantage. But on Third Earth, I can call upon the power of the darkness. The evil pyramid. <laughs> well, Bumra, thank you so much for joining us. You are after, welcome. After all this time. It has been far too long. And I ache for slumber once more. This has been too much excitement for one day. Oh. Well, well, I'm going to go rub one out and take a nap. <laughs> well, yeah. we got Marmot to help you out, so. Yes, slow licks. <laughs> slow licks upon my weary bones. Come, Marmot. I'm gonna Let us gaze into the pit of Jurgen's lotion. <laughs> Jeff, help him back I'm down gonna, there, would you? I'm just going to follow Thank them you, close the door. Jeff. Thank you. And you're welcome to come into the sarcophagus. No, no. Okay. I'm going to stay on this Just side of the door. Just putting it out there. Open <laughs> invitation. Good. Winky doo. All right. <laughs> Goodbye then. Just close the Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> well, that was exciting. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't Very. close that door fast enough. <laughs> Uh, you didn't remember to lock it. I always remember to lock it. <laughs> I even put one of those little door jams underneath to make sure that if the, even if the lock gives away, it stays closed. Well, if any of you out there want to ask Mumra other questions, uh, write to us, comments at uglycouchshow.com. Ask him some tough ones. Yeah. Not, you, not ones that just lead him to say, leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> Go away from them. <laughs> I no, think that's been the just, policy for us. And you can right. also it's a pretty good policy. And you can also Twitter me at, at Master Torgo. Um I'd, I'd ask you not to Twitter your questions to Paul. That way he doesn't see them. Right. So Yeah. Not that that would matter. Right. Because it's only Mumra that, that we need to keep in the dark <laughs> exactly. on this stuff. Exactly. <laughs> He's the one you gotta watch out. Is Mumra on? I'm sure Mumra's on it's Twitter. Gotta be. Not by us though. No. You can also I'm send pretty it sure to, Mumra's hacked your, your email. <laughs> you can also send them to at Ugly Couch Show. One word. Okay, at Ugly Couch Show as well. That's Twitter. another option for you. And that's what we got. What do you got? Write to us, comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Fact Jack Dandy. Flip Floppy Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Unfrozen caveman fact check that <laughs> you so yes that that's what you look like right now Encino man right? God I miss that character uh, yeah well, I'm do just that a anymore. simple caveman I don't think do that anyway. <laughs> fucking Andy. Uh, <laughs>
lemonade Round the back where chocolate's made